Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports Hangover Show. Uh, this is the Hangover Show. This is Drinking Bros Sports tailgating. Actually, we are just back from Austin, Texas. We had a rager with the boys over there in, in Austin. I'm never drinking again. Cheers. You're drinking right now. Cheers. Cheers to that. Never Cheers, drinking again. We had a great time, though. Uh, what a hell of a game. Hell of a game. I know you're happy. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Game. I told you. I told you the whole time. We had that bet. It's on camera. We did. It's on recording. I didn't forget. Not happy Brady about got it. a seventh. Not happy about it. It's coming to back say for eight. Least. Where does he go from here? Eight. Back to back. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know. It. He said it right at the uh, the parade that he had. Speaking of parade yeah, and hangovers. Mess he was lit. at the parade. Good Brady for him. I mean, good for him. It was good to see him as a human and not some robot that, like, when he was frozen up in the great white tundra of the <laughs> shitty-ass New England. Yeah, it was definitely different to see him. I wonder how much not he drank to be like that. I wonder what he drank to be Avocado like tequila, he said. Yeah. A little bit too yeah, much avocado had one tequila. Shot. Some I, don't play. I bet he's a lightweight. Oh, yeah. I didn't. You know it wasn't strawberry. <laughs> I, I saw a meme on the Drinking Bro Sports where it said he only had eight almonds that day or something like that, or eight pecans. <laughs> That's probably his, his usual TB12 method of eating. Did he ever uh, rage like that in, in New England? Um, I don't think so. I think Bill would have been real upset if he did that. Now he's kind of, like, unleashed. I mean, Bruce Arians doesn't really care as much. He lets him do what he wants. That's why he was out there slinging it and winning his seventh in yeah. Tampa Bay. Well, Bruce got a lot of grief this week, too, for being, like, a player's coach. I mean, he uh, he went on record saying that the Steelers fired him because he was too close to Ben Roethlisberger. But that was the beautiful thing about the relationship, I thought, was the relationship that Arians had. I mean, mm-hmm. them forcing him out was kind of bullshit. So He's a player's and, coach, for sure. Yeah. But I think that if you want longevity, you kind of need to have your thumb down on some of these players. Maybe not Brady. He's no, been around you absolutely for so long. do. Yeah. But, like, with Belichick, if, if Arians was Brady's coach right off the bat, they'd maybe start off hot, but I don't know if they'd be able to sustain it. That's why it's okay for Brady now to be in Tampa and doing what he's doing. But the thing with Belichick, it's probably really frustrating to play with him, even though Antoine Harris told us it wasn't that frustrating to play for him. But I can understand how he can wear on you <laughs> for yeah. sure. Yeah. Not giving him any credit. That was Brady's thing. He always complained he didn't get enough credit. I mean, I can't stand the guy, but as a perfectionist, he is what you want in a quarterback. He is exactly what you're looking for. So like, I mean, you can't. I mean, you can't deny. I, I hate it. I hate it. I had to kiss the ring when they were down 28 to three, and a buddy of mine made me kiss his freaking ring when I said, if "Brady comes back, I will kiss your ring from this." And I, I, I want to kiss your tramp down. stamp that we oh, that we up, learned man. about. Yes. No, we're not going to. We get learned that. some things in yeah, Austin, man. didn't uh, we? Huh. I wasn't even there, but you know, I'm watching, sitting on the couch, healing from my hip uh, reconstruction, and I'm, me and diazepam and some coffee are hanging out. And, I thought uh, you had labia reconstruction. Oh, yeah, I did that. I did that too. Singer. So when you pulled up your, the back of your shirt, it looked like a Pac-Man icon, uh-huh. like I was playing 1987. I Pac-Man, thought it was. Uh, I thought it was uh, an Iron Man triathlon tattoo. Should have been a bullseye. Look, I mean, the story's out there for all. To hear it, yep. go back and 11, re-examine it. Yeah, re-examine <laughs> the story if you want to, but I'm not rehashing. By the way, if you didn't see the show and you don't know who we're sitting here with, this is Buddha from Copper Still Records. They actually manage this shit show. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And for once, he got to go on. But you went straight to the big leagues, so we're yeah, minor was, leagues. Yeah. Um, yeah. Straight to the Kinda motherfucking big leagues. Kind of got called out of nowhere. Baby. Wasn't ready for it. I mean. Wasn't you on my were ready. No, I wasn't. You, I, they they mentioned your name and you whipped the no, shoes off. Actually, yeah. They were giving me no, shit about being on the phone. They were giving me shit about being on the phone and I was Stink. talking to his wife. Oh, what, what were you, you doing on that phone? Were you, uh, I always talk to his wife shwipe, about What do you think? Shwipe. I mean, it's <laughs> what we normally talk about. You know, like what the next kid's name's going to be. I mean, there's like weird little stuff. I'm joking, Gosh. Ashley. I'm just joking. Totally a joke. Jeez, but yeah, you got your big shot. You got your big shot on the stage. You showed up and... You know, we actually had to manage the manager on this trip. We oh, really did. So? We really yeah. managed the manager on this trip. Yeah, yep. Uh, yes, uh, Chef Puhak, when we got into um, Austin, we decided the first night, because we were shooting all day at the um, Drinking Bros headquarters at their studio, and so we were shooting there the whole next day. So we put a we put a time limit on our partying, and it was 11.30 p.m. Right. We said we're going to be done by 11.30. Um, and probably about, what was it, 11.15, we were it at Narbar. 
We had met Jesse Fortney from the Nar Bar, which is this gnarly bar. Yeah. Uh, it's all about skating and surfing and snowboarding. It's like an X Games bar. It was super sick. And um, he brings out two ladies, sits them down at the bar. Two pretty ladies. Um, but it was right at the 11.20 mark. And I was like, boys, we got to go. And you guys were both like, no. Uh, but yes, Buddha from Copper Steel Records, they, do, uh, they are sponsoring tonight's show uh, because, you know, we are hungover and we didn't want to come and get a guest right off the bat trying to recover from the copious amounts of drinking that took place in yes. Austin. Yep. So we do have Chef Puak over there on the grill. He's cooking us some, what is it, hangover nachos? I'm making some hangover nachos, man. You know, Guy Fieri, he's got some trash can nachos. So what I'm going to do is pail of shame, drinking bros, pail of shame nachos. He always talks about going to Flavortown. Well, we're going to Poundtown, baby. We're going to go straight to Poundtown with Flavor. I think you start with Flavortown, and then you go to Poundtown. Yeah, yeah, you know, like Flavortown is like where we stop and take a piss as drinking bros. Well, that's we, the foreplay. We the piss in Flavortown, and then we take a stop in Poundtown, and that's where we're going. But it I, I, like I, I, I want to talk about this competition. <laughs> I want to talk about this dip contest debate. I bet you do. Are you yeah. sure you do? I wasn't, yeah, yeah I'm, oh, I'm positive. I'm positive. <laughs> oh, man. I'm coming for Eric Tanzi and Jesse Wiseman on this one. So, uh, you know, who won? Oh, she won. She hands beat your down, ass. man. It was it was she a good. You know, ass, listen. Well, you know, when I, you're when I you're hanging the out stories. with the when you're hanging out with the drinking bros. You know what? I think where we went wrong is we got to keep it simple. We got to dumb it down a little bit. Um, too we, bougie. We were we were a little too bougie on this one. We went I a little think, too hard. We went I a little think, too hard. No, I think there was some collusion with Clay Herzing, aka the real Bigs Malone on Instagram. Who was a riot, by the way. Gosh, one of the yeah. funniest yeah. human yeah. beings. One of the funniest yes. human beings. But you know, you know, I didn't learn anything about Jesse's dip or Eric's dip. All I learned about was that Clay bites his toenails, and that Eric's dip tasted like toenails. He uh, he's he's only capable of two erections a month. Okay, he has to spend them wisely. In addition to that, Ross told him to shut the fuck up multiple times. He has a good credit right. score. He also told me to shut the fuck up a couple of times. <laughs> well, he's, saying, he's saying Creed with me. So Clay was holding Jesse's dip on his penis. So I'm, th that's why I'm saying there's collusion going on. Well, he, right out of the gate, he took the winning dip and put it on his crotch. All right. Well, you want my honest opinion. I tried the dip and it was very good. Yeah. But, I it, oh, I don't doubt. I don't the other doubt. One was Matt better. I mean, I mean, I, I, I true honest. I mean, love you, Puhak, but and the other dip was better. God, I mean, honestly, it's better. Honestly, I think it's. Yeah, I blame it on whole foods. Well, I blame yes. it on whole foods. Yeah, it was all that um, organic bullshit. If I would have been able to get those ingredients from a real grocery like Food Lion. Um, we would have won, but um, they don't have better sponsor us at this yeah, point. Food line, yeah, they food do. line, you they do, do want to sponsor us. Um, I mean, we really love food. Well, that's where I went so. to shop for the ingredients tonight. You know, the two of them were like, "Gosh, I wish we had food line ingredients." So, you know, I yeah. went back to the basics. One of the one of the fans said, "When we tailgate, we don't want you know bougie all the time." One of them was like. I don't, I'm not going to go out and buy Wagyu. You know, make it bougie. So, you know, I, knew, I know these fuckers are all hungover. I'm fine. I was here re recovering from surgery. But anyways, we're going to go basic, and we're going to make some trash can nachos. But we're going to call them, uh, what did I say, pail of shame or something like that? <laughs> so shame I went, nachos. I went straight to Food Lion. I grabbed some great shitty ingredients, and I'm going to get started on making some nachos that we can munch on while we're podcasting. Oh, well, I'm excited because... I've got to get something to soak up this beer. Uh, I ate so much in Austin, Texas. The food scene down there is insane. Um, I think I gained like one. That's one thing I learned from this podcast that I need to lose a lot of weight. Uh, so I started a diet as soon as I got home, and I'm not I'm not drinking anymore. I'm taking a break uh -huh. from it. Uh, but you know, being that Copper Still is the sponsor of tonight's show, uh, and you're the manager of this entire shit show, where do we go from here? Football's I mean, over. What do we got coming up? Well, it, football never really ends. I mean, it really, this is when it gets kind of exciting, where you start getting into the offseason, who's going where, what's happening, you got the draft. I mean, it, football is a year-long process. It really is. I mean, as a football lover, you don't ever stop, I mean, watching what's going on. In fact, I think I read more about the teams in the offseason than I do actually during the season. Yeah. During the season, it's, I mean, during the season, it just sort of happens. Things and I think happen. this offseason is going to be wild. Oh, it's insane. There's going to be a lot of movement happening, especially at the quarterback position. Everyone Absolutely. Yeah, everybody needs a quarterback and wants a quarterback, and then teams are supposedly dumping quarterbacks. I mean, you have Russell Wilson, possibly rumors of a trade of Russell Wilson. I mean, I, I'll take him on they, my team. Oh, I'll take him all day long. As a Steeler fan, man, I mean, there's only a couple quarterbacks I would love to see in Pittsburgh beside Roethlisberger. I mean, Roethlisberger, I love him, but it's time from, in my opinion, to move on. Well, you want Three Sam times. Darnold on those Steelers. We talked I about do that like Darnold. Bit. I really do. I think size-wise, he fits the mold, but if I had my choice, number one would be Deshaun Watson. Number of two course. would be Russell Wilson. 
I mean, I Aaron Rodgers, I mean, they dangled him out there as trade bait mm. for a little bit. And they there. did draft and a quarterback in the first round last year, Jordan Love. That's so. what I'm saying. So you have so much movement that could potentially happen. So being a Steeler fan, I'm looking for the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that's why you want somebody young. And then Watson and Watson and Darnold fit that role. If you want to win right now, Rodgers and Russell Wilson. Wilson's only a few years in. What, six years in? Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly couldn't tell you how old he is off the top of my head, but he's probably like 32 at at, at the oldest. But yeah. the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, I want to call it, is like is going to be the biggest thing of the offseason. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, I, it sounds to me like the Texans are going to do everything they can to kind of hold on to him when he's made it very clear. Man, he does not want to play playing chess is all that yeah, they're that's absolutely true. That's doing. True. You they're get... playing chess. So what they're doing is building up his trade value. Yes, and you and have to get the most for him. Yeah. They're going to get a lot for him. I mean, I, I mean, I've seen speculation for teams having to get up their first and second this year, their first and second next year, plus a couple very good players. I mean, you they, run the Steelers, you do that. If I was a Steelers, there's certain players I wouldn't give up. But I've heard rumors about them. You know, like T.J. Watt wouldn't give up T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt is a the Steelers have always been defensive proud. I mean, defensive heavy, and having a player like T.J. Watt who got fucked as defensive player of the year. I don't care what anybody mm-hmm. says. I mean, statistically against uh, Darnold, no, uh, uh, Aaron, Aaron, Donald. Aaron Donald. Yeah, and I love Aaron Donald. I'm a Pitt guy. I went to Pitt, so I love Aaron Donald too. But you, statistically, I mean, in every category other than one, T.J. Watt beat him. Yeah, it's a popularity contest. Oh, with absolutely. A lot of those I think and... it's I think it's BS. And you can't say that T.J. Watt isn't popular, being J.J.'s brother and mm-hmm. having the pedigree. And well, the Rams are interesting. I mean, they just made that trade: Matthew Stafford for Jared Goff. Absolutely. The, the poor Which... man's Ryan Gosling. Um, yeah. And honestly, they want to repeat what the Bucks just did and be the second team ever. But is Stafford the man for that? I think I so. He's a slinger. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah Stafford can a, sling He's it. a slinger, but, I mean, I know he's been, like, in Detroit hell. It's like being stuck in Cleveland. Yeah, but I mean, when it he just... had Calvin Johnson, they made shit happen. They did. Okay, they, they couldn't did. really win, they but didn't, that's not yeah, his fault. Well, that's, yeah, that's I don't think problem. that's his fault. Oh, I think really? that it's Detroit. No, yeah. Barry Sanders was in Detroit, and he couldn't win. Yeah. Stafford is legit. He can sling it. He'll always be able to sling it. He's just one of those guys, you know, he's like a, a – a Brett Favre type, where he'll yeah. lose you a game or two, but he'll win you a couple with yeah. his arm, too, you know? Yeah. And he's tough as nails, even since his days at Georgia. Where he's I mean, I, one overall hey, pick. going back to Favre, I mean, if Mahomes didn't look like Favre in the Super Bowl, I don't know anybody. I mean, he, some of the throws he was making, and like underhand and sidearm and yeah. just crazy. Just laid out. Yeah, <laughs> Diving laid out. Yeah, and, but the, the problem is, I mean, you, you hit the guys in the face mask in the – Arms. I mean, I, it was sick. They, I mean, they couldn't catch a cold. I mean, he was having to apologize for hitting people in the hands. Like, oh, yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to throw the ball right to your hands. Exactly. Uh, and you fucking drop it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they make you wear a mask on the airplane from the time you go to the airport. And you- not if you're Boston Joe. Um, Boston Joe, they get to tell you so many times that they're going to kick you off the plane. Um, yeah, exactly. Above your nose and below your chin, please, or we will kill you. <laughs> Have a good Were one. Were you guys drinking on the uh, on the plane or what? No. 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 I mean, Fucking the, 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 the like manager a... here was the only one drinking before 10 a.m. <laughs> well, Buddha's I mean, like, the one Buddha's on the like hey, we've got a, we've got a two-hour Buddha's like, we got a two-hour layover. Um, what does everybody want to drink? I was like, that is, you're the best manager ever. Yeah. Um, listen, when I was saying, where do we go from here? I didn't mean where we go with football from here. I mean, oh, like, where I'm do we sorry. go as a show, as from, a show here? from here? I mean, well, who are you up. getting us? What kind of guests you got lined up? For uh, us? We've got a whole bunch of different guests in the pipeline. I mean, everything from, we got some golf guys that are going to be coming in because, you know, we got to fill a lot of space. Uh, we've got some NFL guys are going to be in here that we've talked to, uh, uh, we want a professional skater and some of those guys. So we, we kind of want to span the gamut with the guests. I mean, we want to do everything from the X Games to, I mean, you put. I, I want to get some soccer stars on the show. I sure. Mean, I mean, sure. International. So uh, Copper Steel Records, they they do run they do run this show for us. Uh, they they take care of all of our uh, needs. Um, they're more than just more than just a record studio. They do. Um, what else do you guys do? You guys do lessons during the week. Yeah, there's lessons during the week. We have a podcast studio, and the mm-hmm. podcast studio is actually ran by producer Noel White, who produces this and it's show. It's not just a podcast studio; it's a full music studio. We'll be able to record entire albums. Hell, the Grateful Dead walked in right now. Yes. We could record the Grateful Dead. We have yeah. the capabilities to do it. And and it's going to be a bar. So we're kind of The bar nuts. looks amazing back so there, by we, the way. And a concert stage. And then Noel, the producer that's in the audio booth, he's a producer for Sting, um, for several other bands. Noel, who do well, you... Well, I wouldn't say. I, I'm one of the stage guys for Sting. I tour with them. I'm not his... I don't make records oh, okay. with Sting. But when he tours live, what? I can't even remember that. What was that? what that was like. It's been so long. 
Yeah. yeah. How long uh, did you tour with Sting? I've been, I was with Sting for the last 10 years, and okay. 10 years before that, uh, jazz legend Herbie Hancock. So I met a lot of people while working with Herbie. Uh, cool thing about Herbie is he hires a different band every year, so it, I met so many fabulous musicians. And then Vinnie Kaliuta, the drum, one of the considered one of the world's best drummers, he was with Herbie for a few years, and then Sting asked Herbie to uh, asked uh, Vinnie to come back and drum for him. So then uh, Vinnie dragged me on the Sting tour, and that was ten years, and I was touring right up until. Uh, Last year, I mean, our last show was in Philadelphia in October, and then all of a sudden, you know, four months later, COVID hit, and we haven't done a show since then. We we had no, obviously, we had no idea we weren't going to be seeing each other for. But then years. you came in here, you you started this well, this program to, or helped start this program, and here I had to make lemonade. There was nothing else to do. I mean, because you know, you I'm, found us. I'm a tour. Guy. We're your yeah, lemonade. Yep, I, yep. I met Buddha, and Buddha. Your was same like, color, anyway. Let's build a studio, and. uh so I still had all my gear, fortunately. Thank Pink God I didn't sell all my stuff. So it was in a storage locker, and we started building this studio a few months back, and we should be open. First, No, we are going to be open. First week of March, we'll start making records. Do you ever yep. think you'd be doing sound for the Drinking Bros Sports Tailgate Legends? You know, it's if I had any idea that this was in my future, you know. It, you would have killed yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would have gone to a total mistake. We have no, man, totally fucked up. It's been so good to just have something to just take our mind off of all this san insanity every week it's a blast you have you know? fun yeah don't lie yeah. you have fun no, you, have you're fun. traveling you're traveling to austin with us next time you're not getting out of it oh no I've, yeah. i would love to and I, I gotta get down there I, the the audio company the microphone company warm audio is down there in austin too and they're they're awesome so i want to go out there and check out their little plant they got a big studio down there and, and so Lord knows, you know austin and you can show it. us your tramp stamp when you no, get down, I, there. <laughs> no tattoos. No so fun. when you I love get them, though. when yeah. you get down to the triangle, uh, you got to look up Copper Steel Records if you're if you're needing uh, something produced, music wise, uh, podcast wise, anything that has shows, to do with come sound. Come check out the bar, the shows, shows we're the bars, the music. Um, it's just an absolute fantastic place. Drink and install rum here, and, and they manage you too. So I mean, they take care of all of our flights, they take care of um, all of our dinners, um, our kind of everything. Making sure we're on the plane on time, making sure we're where we're supposed we to be, make that. sure our Ubers are lined up. So they're, we were way too they're early the total, for those plans. They're well, a total package. I we sat around there. in my pajamas with my Nintendo that you guys Yes, yeah. Uh, Boston Joe likes to travel in his pajamas. Um, I'm still not happy about that. I just want to be clear for all the people out there. These guys are showing their age when they say that I'm in pajamas. I was wearing joggers, people. Joggers. Jogger. Sweatpants. And they're uh, like, oh, look at Joe in his no, pajamas. Dude, you had a Space Force pajama shirt it's a, it on. Was a whole set. A, it was a, yeah, it was, it was a, a matching set. set. Underoos. It was a matching I mean, set. They had underoos. He and was wearing fucking underoos on Force. You know, Buddha had his, Force. His, uh, his leather bag made by uh, Gucci, his mm -hmm. Gucci leather bag. Uh -huh. um, I forgot my carry-on, so I had yeah. nothing. And uh, you were wearing pajamas. So we really looked the part. We looked professional. Uh -huh. um, we really showed up to Austin, and, and we made things happen. Also sponsoring this show tonight, Whiskey Wear.com, whiskeywear, W A R E.com, customizable premium whiskey glasses, tumblers, uh, and infinity bottles, decanters. You can see them up top, but there is no minimum order on these glasses. We drink from them all the time. Ma uh, matter of fact, Drinking Bros Sports is actually uh, talking about picking these up as part of their line, and they'll have them up yep. on the uh, the website. And so if you're, if you're not drinking out of a whiskeywear glass, well, you're wrong because there's nobody else doing premium, customizable, uh, beadless rimmed whiskey glasses on the interwebs. They are the only people doing it. Uh, big supporters of the military. Big, uh, they do discounts. There's actually a Drinking Bros Sports uh, promo code for whiskeywear.com, and that promo code is LEGEND. So if you just type in LEGEND, I believe it's all caps. Um, it might be, uh, if that doesn't work, try it without capital letters, and I'll, I'll put that out on our website. But uh, it's LEGEND is the promo code, and that gets you 10% off of any order from uh, from whiskeywear.com. Um, also, Instill Distilling Company, makers of the finest rums in North Car uh, Carolina, uh, North America. Also, they just made their rum available in Florida. I actually heard and that's what like Tom Brady was drinking. Just half of Canada. Just half of Canada. Which half? The very the good half. The good half. The good oh. half. Calgary. Is there a good, they're good. <laughs> Ontario, eh? Do you yeah. guys watch Canadian football? I have watched. Is that it, what yes. rugby is? No, Canadian football. It's no. just it's just a uh, they play with meters, so the field's a little bit bigger. Yeah, I know Canadian football. Doug well, Flutie's the goat. It was fucking rugby. I mean, <laughs> if you know it so you well, you know what else Doug Flutie's the goat at? Uh, cornhole. Yeah, that's right. Apparently so. We oh, saw him. Really? We saw him do a little bit of that on the uh, in the airport. He was playing. Oh, I didn't see. You. Okay, I must have been getting my beer. 
Yeah, Duck we Buddy. got some uh, we got some tailgate food over there, Chef Puhak. Yeah, no, bring bring the camera over to that that plate. We've got we've got these pale of shame nachos ready for you guys. I'm gonna put them right here in the middle of this table, and we're gonna rock and roll. Yeah, I'm ready for it, baby. So we were talking about Brady the, to start the show. I think now is a good time to oh, have look our, at those. our way too soon. Am I supposed to hold this? Yes. Oh. Put it down there. Find a space. Oh, look, look at, at that. Holy out. cow. Oh, Holy hell. the uh, back so they know that there's a plate ready for them too off camera. I want to get the way too early predictions on next year's Super Bowl. I, I was looking at the power rankings right after the Super Bowl was over. They have the Bucks at third. The dumbest thing. You, are you trying to motivate Brady? Everyone knows a motivated Brady is bad news for the rest of the league. They have. Yeah, but where did they start out, though? I mean, this season, they probably started out. Doesn't matter how they finish. Through. Doesn't matter no, how you start. I, I, it's how that's you finish. What I'm saying, though, that's, I mean, the power rankings are all bullshit. They, I mean, they fluctuate based off of the most ridiculous. I don't even know what kind of analytics they use when they're using power well, rankings. Well, it gives us something to talk about. And the Chiefs are ranked at number one. And the Bills, who were a year too early, in my opinion, were at number two. And they're my pick. To make it to the Super Bowl yeah, and lose to Tom Allen. Brady. <laughs> I, no, I don't think we're going to lose. I, they, I mean, it's really cool to see what the Bills are doing. I mean, they're great. Being Josh Allen, you appreciate, the real deal. You appreciate good fans, like good, not wholesome fans because they're the most unwholesome, but the <laughs> nicest freaking people. There's a couple of Bills fans out there watching right they're now. They're loyal. So, but yes, they, uh, they're loyal. Everywhere Bills we go. Mafia, everywhere we so go. Seriously, they're, they're everywhere. Mafia. Bills yeah. Mafia. Fucking where. Yep. And then they got the Rams closing out the top five for um, the power rankings, which. I can see them making to the NFC Championship game. I don't see them getting past the Bucs, but with Stafford and the rest of that defense that they have, they're, the they're Bucks gonna are going to have to hold their team together. I mean, they have a I lot. Think they will. You do. Yeah. So one of the rumors today I was reading about was that Odell Beckham going. I don't know if you saw that. I don't because him and Tom Brady, I guess, are tight. Yeah, he's How also tight with Antonio Brown. Get, Tom, get Odell Beckham there and keep like Sue and Gronk. Yeah, and well, that's why I wouldn't team. make I that move. Yeah, I mean, I just. I don't know. If they lock up their, their center, who's one of the best centers in the league, Ryan Jensen, you get that back and forth with Brady, sign him for like a two-year deal because that's probably all Brady's got left, right? Solidify that defense a little more, draft a linebacker, and that team's going to be right back in there if they kind of they stick with their core group. You're Obviously, you got Brady, you got Gronk, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I don't know the deal with Antonio Brown. I don't know what the hell they're going to do with him. He'll probably end up getting arrested play, this offseason. Yeah, he's going to do something. <laughs> Look, do something I've got my season. eyes set on Cleveland this year. Ooh, well, you do. I think I think well, uh, yeah, you know what? I mean, you want to talk about true underdogs, man. I, and I like the underdogs, but uh, the way too early pick for me this this See, uh, this year. You know, is be I want to. I actually want to root for Cleveland, but they are such a bunch of assholes on that team. I mean, well, they truly who's are. an asshole? Miles Garrett? No, fucking <laughs> Baker Mayfield. I mean, guys I like Baker I, Mayfield. I don't know. They're, I mean, oh, it's the too, cockiness too. in. And, you know, and there are certain guys in the Steelers I'm not real happy with because of the same type of attitude. I mean, I'm calling out Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, oh, I, he's too busy TikToking. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, that's not the Steeler way that I'm used to. I mean, you go out there and improve yourself on the field. You beat him up and punch him in the nose. That is, I mean, and I think he, he seems like a great guy. He does that's a lot bad. for charity. I mean, I always hear such cool stuff that he's done. But to me, that's not football. Definitely not. I'm still no. I'm still 1970s Jack Lambert, Jack Ham, steroids. You know, no, that was dude. Steel Curtain was juicy for sure. Jack mean Lambert, Joe Green. Jack Lambert weighed 210 pounds. You also think Terry Bradshaw's good? <laughs> Terry Bradshaw sucks. He wouldn't even. He wouldn't be a backup about? in today's NFL. Dude, no, if you took a beating like Terry Bradshaw took in the 70s, you wouldn't be playing right now. Tom Brady would. I mean, he cries when somebody hits him in. You know. Hits him in the breast. I mean, because but <laughs> Terry Bradshaw would get suplexed, would get suplexed, and no, come, no, he and, and he'd miss, hit throw like, three interceptions, and his defense would save him, and he'd win. Oh, is that what you thought? Are you implying you that you better he go would, back and watch some film? Are you implying that he would be a chest feeder, one of those types that goes and chest feeds like Ben children? Roethlisberger? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about Ooh. that. Ooh. You like down. you like going on those uh, Roethlisberger jokes? I, I think do. He's I can't a, help it. I think he's a nice modern gentleman. You don't like you don't like him. I think he cleaned it up. You like? He's got a fat face. Gosh, dang! Listen, he no, goes I mean, he goes to Austin and has Jesse Weissman and nickname him uh, or the Dream yeah, Brolettes. Maybe Blue they, Eyes. They uh, nickname him Boston Blue Eyes. Let me get some more. And nachos, all of a sudden, eyes, it goes uh, it goes straight to his head, and he thinks he's the prettiest person on earth. No, my mom's been calling me pretty for years now, so I didn't need them to tell me. All right, wicked. Shout smart. out Lori Campobasso. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm she her shout she out shouts too. you out on Facebook. Oh, she sure does. A Facebook. I'll give her a mama shout out. 
Gracias. Yeah, yeah. Buddha is the king of giving mothers shout outs. Um, yeah, you stay I away saw. from my mom. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have brought her Your up. Your dad did. That's right. Yeah, we gotta we gotta address that. Yeah. Uh, yes, I do need a beer. No, need uh, a beer. I'm never drinking mm. again. Yeah, I'll have a beer. Let me get one, one more of those. Thank you. Very much. Thank you. Yeah. We are the drinking bros. After we learned so much. Boston Joe doesn't know who his real father is. I know who my dad is. Is he out there? He's got to be out there somewhere. I, I think don't he's know. listening to this show. That would be um. Do you do the five song? Thank you very much. You ever do the five song? The five yes, song. Dude, I'm not familiar. Somewhere dude, out Buddha. there. Let's pause. I guarantee he has no idea who who five is. I know he doesn't. He doesn't know who the oh, Steelers defense is. I don't think. Either, I'm 28 so. years old. I don't think you were born yet when five came. No, 1992. Oh my god. I was born. Yeah, was it makes you feel real old. Huh, yeah. yeah. Those grays yep. are showing a little bit more every time I say Shut that. Up. Huh? You silver fox, Shut up, you. BJ. <laughs> so I, I may have been Boston Blue Eyes, but we had the silver fox Whatever. over here all weekend. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, and then we had me, the, the old shameful uh, Tasmanian devil, Tansmanian. who partook in the, uh, the, ru- I think you the rugby the dance guy. moves. The dance moves after the Super Bowl podcast were off. Oh, I wish we had chain. video of that. Oh, it's really good. good. It's unreal. You had. By the way, Dan was wearing a girl's jacket, orange girl's jacket. It was awesome. On purpose? Uh, yes, he <laughs> borrowed it, and it was it. He looked dead sexy in it as Tansy did this Didn't dance smile up and down the, the the bar that we were at. Yeah, and yeah a little bit of liquid, impressive. little liquid courage, and a bar full of dudes makes me uh, apparently dance a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to show off for those. Dudes, I guess huh? I'm not yeah, sure YMCA what I was doing. Um, I did get yelled at for not having my mask on when I got out of the Uber. <laughs> Uh, but we won't address that. Oh, I uh, got yelled at getting out of that Uber. Couple, yeah. couple nice young females who Ubered? approached me. Who yelled yeah, at you? I, I'm, I I'm pretty sure that, uh, that she doesn't need a mask. Mm. She needs to uh, tame that cholesterol. Mm. Uh, that's gonna Shout kill out her. To fat chicks. That's gonna kill her way before the COVIDs get her. <laughs> um, and that's just my humble opinion. After she berated me. Yeah, she called me ugly. Uh, she did. That's where it started. Um, <laughs> yeah, but. Your she retort said, of your fat she said, just came right back. Just, I mean, I you were not, like I, on point. Did you I really mean, do like, that? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. I do not fat shame, even though oh, it works. Such a liar. What I did was I talked <laughs> shit. I talked shit because they were in chief stuff, and I said, "Hey, better luck next year. You guys will be back." And she's like, "Sorry, your dick isn't as big as you wish it was." And I was like, oh, "Why Jesus. did she go straight to that, man? I don't know." And then that's she, what women. His do. pants were down. She looks. wearing my pajamas. She saw the bulge. I'm trying to get out of the Uber, and I. I put my rugby ball down because I was carrying a rugby ball all night. And uh, so I put my rugby ball down and I'm catching just the, the end of this um, argument that they're having in the middle of the sidewalk. And I get out and I go, I just go, whoa. And she was like, yeah, nice mask. And I was like, mask hmm, shaming. Um, I bet you I can guess who she voted that's, for. That's like third grader <laughs> right? flirting. Nice mask. Yeah. I told I her to get you. cucked. I told her she was fat. <laughs> get so. cucked. Get yeah. cucked with your mask. Please, the fuck out of here. <laughs> Speaking of mask, though, Brady got mask shamed before the game. There's yes, a video he did. of him walking in looking dapper as ever, must I say. But oh, he, no, he's, he, walking in, <laughs> he's walking in with other mask. He dresses like a Karen, like a female Karen. I know you And love he looks him, good doing it, though. He, can, he has like a pea coat on, his hair's done. Yeah, Giselle probably oh, dressed him. I think coat. Giselle knows about fashion. I a have a peacoat. coat. But. Yeah, then you're. You know what I smell? You smell jealousy. I, I, I have smell a jealousy. You're fat. <laughs> you're fat. Well, you're Poo-hawk. fat. <laughs> I'm just. I mean, I mean the fat saying. chef is probably a good thing, right? I'm not I mean, fat. it's a sign. Yeah, it's you're not that. Like man. That's why the fucking not a good BMI <laughs> index is not a thing anymore, guys. BMI is out the fucking door. It's how you carry it. BMI has been. It was eliminated in the '90s. No, but Brady got mass shamed, and then he was also called a racist because he beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, an African-American quarterback, on Black History Month. So that's so, racist. Yes. I the woke mob um, needs to go get fucked, yeah. first of well, all, I, whether well, I thought, blue I, check marks. I think that one's right. Oh, yeah, you think so? Brady's a racist now. I think so. Uh-huh. No, I think so, right. too. This just in. Uh-huh. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of woke mob... Um, there was a congresswoman um, that's, I guess, like heading up the old, the, uh, the the second impeachment here, and she's got a whole bunch of nudes that are out. Ooh, um, so I at? just I just Google congresswoman nudes, right? Sorry. Thinking she's got to be the only one. No, there's like a whole slew of congresswomen. <laughs> they'd be showing those boobies <laughs> online. Um, but uh, to be honest with you, the one that's like really just the real cutthroat that's just going after Trump and just really shaming on him, her nudes were tasteless. Oh, Pelosi? Um, was it Pelosi? No, God, Susie no. wouldn't approve no, her, of those nudes? I think her name was like Plaskett or something. I can't even remember what her... Um, yeah, she can get cut, uh, too. Staffers or something. I can't remember what her name was. But uh, Buddha said he wanted to see But Pelosi. there was a lot, man. There was a lot of congresswomen that are showing their boobs. And I'm, I'm thinking... Uh, 
Can well, you imagine I mean, Nancy Pelosi's I boobs? I've never shared Looking my like boobs. rotten tomatoes hanging on the vine. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's uh, be nice. Yikes. That would be depressing. Um, Picture that. Well, since we're talking about masking and COVID, um, we know this while we were out in Austin that Duke and UNC were playing each other. Both unranked, which is almost unheard of. I think it was 1960, right? 1960 was the last time. So it's the first time they they played each other, that they were unranked since 1960. UNC wins the game. They go out and celebrate because obviously that's a big Tobacco Road rivalry. They get seen. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. They go out, they get seen partying without masks. Sure. So then they cancel their next but game. But you know what? I, I'm, I'm so over the hypocrisy of the mask thing. I, when we were in Austin, Austin's wide open. There's no curfew. There's no nothing. Um, you have to wear a mask to get into the bar. Um, you, all you have to do is present a mask, put it on. Once you cross the gate, you have to keep the mask on until you have a drink. Well, the virus you have can't a, get you then, dude. Once yes, you have a drink right in your hand, it's just game you. on. And so you have thousands of people. I mean, I'm, when I say thousands, I mean thousands of people I mean, packed in like off. sardines. Yeah, Every single bar grinding on each other, taking each other, loving each other, switching partners, mm-hmm. beer bonging on each other. Oh, body um, shots, belly button shots. Yes, every, they, the whole nine up. yards. Um, but you had to have a mask to get hey, in the bar. Did you guys take shots off of his back tattoo? Uh, we should have. It's I didn't the only get thing that we took on yeah, that back and, tattoo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not the only shot we put on that back tattoo. Hey, hey yo, hey yo. Yeah, that was target bad. practice. That was uh, gross. My wife is, uh, is super disappointed in me with this podcast. I, there's not a, a episode that goes by that I don't disappoint her with well, something. She told me that last time you guys called me at the same time on speakerphone about some, cooking something. She kind of said that, but in a much more diplomatic way. Oh, she's proud. I'm sure oh, she's she proud. loves yeah. it. Look at you. You're making it. Yeah. We made it. We, we made the big show, all right? We were laying on that ghost bed, snugging up together. It's the most comfortable I've ever been on a ghost watching bed. Watching the Super Bowl with a couple, couple broettes and just yeah. living the dream. I, I mean, was this living is the dream. I was fat. That, that camera added like 10 pounds sure. to my midline. Sure. Um, so, and speaking of fat shaming and, and, uh, People saying things over the interwebs. You blew up on the interwebs. You, you uh, you've made some pretty controversial posts. You're new to drinking bro sports. You come out of the gate swinging, and you're locking down hundreds of comments, uh, arguing, trolling everybody on that side. I'm yeah. trying to keep up at this point. My phone's never been blowing up more. Uh, how many how many followers did you pick up? Like you went from um, like 13 followers to like what are you like crescent 100? 13 followers. Fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> Mister. I got a thousand and thirty or whatever. Didn't some kid shame you about your uh, followers? Yeah, he called me 45. He so called you was 45 like 14. And, you said, and he said, you, how many followers do you well, have? Well, the reality. Like 127. He had like 4,000. It was in the 300s, but that's okay. He had like 4,000 or Go something Go out and follow like Boston Joe 16 on Instagram. Help get my followers up so that these uh-huh. motherfuckers won't give me shit. Wasn't there uh, something about your like forehead? I don't eye use ratio the Instagram. Or yeah, shit like that. Let's talk about this motherfucker. What was his name? AJ Gamble. Hey, AJ Gamble. I love Fuck AJ. you from Chef Did you just totally I love AJ Gamble. I just gave a troll prop. So if you're out there listening, you got me, motherfucker. Because it made me think I was. I looking think, at myself and everyone else was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of weird. No. He was like, he was like, Eric, uh, he's, he's like, Eric, let me get, come, come hold this tape measure and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a five measure head. this. No, no, <laughs> it's, it's not a forehead. It's a five head. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. forehead isn't that big, though. It's not like well, Peyton Manning like, big, is it? It's getting there. Well. Debatable. That's fine. That's fine, Wait till you're already. Oh, no, because, uh, I guess. All, all because of AJ Gonad saying that, huh? AJ Gonad. I mean, <laughs> I, I posted something about Brady because I knew it would get you know, the wheels spinning. And all I said was he's the greatest, most accomplished winner of all time in the four major sports. There is no debate. Let the debate begin. And sure enough, I've never had a, I'm obviously new to this because my phone was blowing up and I don't even know how to keep up. But a lot of the people were bringing up, you know, this and that. Wayne Gretzky, okay, I can listen a little bit. Jordan, I can listen. But people bringing up Bill Russell and Yogi Berra. So first, with Yogi Berra, I mean, what are we talking, you know, 1920s here? Who the hell cares about the 1920s Yankees when it was like, you know, Babe Ruth? You think Babe Ruth could play in today's league? Yeah, right. That fat piece of shit couldn't he hit a, a of, single ball. I wouldn't say he's a piece. I thought so, he, like he was fat. Yogi Berra, get him out of here. The Bill Russell argument, people trying to tell me, um, what about Bill Russell? He won 11 in 13 years. No shit. I'm from Boston. I think I fucking know that. But <laughs> let's also be real, as much as... Bill Russell is a, a legend in Boston. He could not compete in today's NBA. Today's NBA players would jump no, I, over I mean, Bill I, Russell. No, I, I, I'll disagree with that. Bill Russell was a beast. I mean, he was way ahead of his time, and he could totally hang. Would he be as great? No, he wouldn't win well, 11 also, and 13 years. Okay, but also, would he have had the training? 
Would he have had the Would he have had the diet? Would he, he have had the exercise? You can't teach size, though. He's yeah, six nine. Have, the fuckers smoke cigarettes in between. <laughs> That's true. In between, no, in they would literally. Do I mean, it out seriously. There. I mean, you put you take an athlete of that kind of stature and give him what they have today to be great. Sure. So I don't. I think that argument is totally invalid because it's a totally different world. Same thing. You want to knock on. Bradshaw. <laughs> you give Bradshaw the training that they have today. You give him uh, everything that a modern athlete has and say, go out there and get it. Hell, I remember as a kid going to see the Penguins play, and you could smoke. Well, you, first of all, you could smoke in the arena, but uh, the Penguins would days. smoke and drink beers so in between yeah. periods. Yeah. I mean, it was not a big deal. I mean, there are pictures. Jim Leland, I mean, it would in the very not-too-distant past, yeah, like the early there. 90s, yeah. yeah, Jim Leland would smoke in the dugout. Like I remember a that. freaking chimney. I mean, it's, it is a different. You, mean, you don't think Brady's look. ripping butts at halftime? In the Super Bowl? <laughs> He's ripping somebody's ass at halftime. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, not in a good way. Some gronk ass like that. <laughs> yeah. um, but the thing, so Bill Russell, sure, maybe he wouldn't, maybe he'd still make the league, but he'd be like Draymond Green, you know what I mean? He'd be like a, a stretch four. Hopefully, he'd learn how to shoot, but there was no three in the key. He only went against Will Chamberlain, who's the most overrated basketball player of all time. Will Chamberlain he didn't win shit, in my opinion. I think he's. And he, he scored 100 points against, like, guys who look like us. Joe, okay? you're very angry right now. You <laughs> are very angry. Hands very the heart angry. center. But yeah. Namaste. I mean, seriously, I, I don't think that argument is valid. When you take true professional athletes, like I said, take them out of that element. Take them out of their smoking and drinking, whatever they were doing. It doesn't make a difference. I mean, they were, they were raising families. And also, the salaries that they had back then, some of those athletes, like, sold cars in the offseason yeah. and bartended and had to work at the, like in a shoe department make ends meet, and yeah. still went out there and produce what they did. I mean, yeah. I think, they weren't paid like they were. I think I Will Chamberlain... steroids were flowing as freely as no, they do they, now. No, no, the steroid era didn't hit until the 80s, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's when it, you, that's you when look at like Yeah, right after the Steelers were done, conveniently. You think the guys were juicing when Babe <laughs> exactly. Ruth was out there? No. They didn't know what juice was. They, no. They, I mean, they, let guys, me get some Jesus. OJ with breakfast juice mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. But the thing about Brady that, that started the whole debate is, you know, people are arguing he's not even a good athlete and this and that. And I've never said Brady's mm. a good athlete. His his 40-yard dash time in the combine was a 5-2. I mean, I'm a slouch. I ran a 5 flat in high school. That's nothing. I, I'm faster than Tom Brady. But the thing is, he beats everyone with his mind and his heart. So you can't measure that. No. And that's what, to me, why I feel like, you know, with all this debate, would Bill Russell be good at, at this time and Yogi Berra? Brady would be good at You don't think they had the heart? They have not heart, like man. Brady. Brady's got the the biggest heart in all uh, of sports. That's that's know. why I feel like you put him at any decade. You know, you never, saw, you never saw Gretzky play. I'm and getting back to like some of the greats. I mean, you never seen Gretzky play. You never seen Mario Lemieux play after he just went through and had Hodgkin's disease and came back from cancer and scored three games a game. He came back. Slayed it. There's no more heart than some of these players that go out there and they take physical abuse day in and day out. So I'm. Uh, big proponent of these guys and i i think brady is right up there i'm not knocking brady but i don't think as far as being the greatest athlete of anything that you can say he's the greatest athlete of all time because there are several because richie be mccall from the new zealand all blacks was the greatest to be fair i did say the i did say the four major sports which does not include okay, rugby. So we're gonna is do, football is this a worldwide? major sport? I bet you there's more. Well, I guess it, <laughs> no. they make more, more people that watch highlight than the NFL. Listen, I'm, I'm make I'm shitting on rugby just to just to fuck with you. Rugby's great, whatever. But rugby's great, whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> there is no level of competition higher, in my opinion, than the NFL right now. These guys are freaks. Look at these guys. Yeah, true. Yeah. Come on. If, and if you can win yeah, at the highest beasts. level now, then you can win at any time, at any point. Especially when Brady's not like LeBron. He's not just dominating and has these genetics that he can just run up and down the floor with anyone and dominate them. He's beating them with this and with that. And I pointed to my head and my heart for the people who are listening right now. But To his penis. Yeah. yeah his, so oh, you keep talking about these sure. measurements with Brady. I know something that you'd like, like to measure half, on him. like 10 yeah. inches. You want to measure that? Dude, I, I mean, mean, for real. Why do you think Giselle walks like that? Gosh, man, this went further than I wanted to go. she wears the pants in the family. <laughs> line, <laughs> That's I like set a line and you fucking stepped over it. Do you think she's... She's pegged Brady. Do you think he's into that? I, I don't oh think about gosh. stuff like that. Oh. And that's Am and I that's the only one? sick and twisted. I I, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I think so. You can't I knock think, it till you try it. I think it. if you're that into football, you probably have no. You, you know what I mean? Like you're probably pretty yeah, explored. Way over here. You're gonna you're explore other weird. options. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're gonna have that. Once you've played the whole field, you gotta play the whole field, baby. I guess that's true. He's wide the, open. This with arms wide open. What happens if he doesn't come back? He's he already said he's coming back. If he doesn't come back, he's still the greatest ever. I'll what if he comes back and flops? Tier. What if he comes back and flops? 
Oh, that's like Jordan with the Wizards, well, right? That's what I'm afraid of. Wizards. Yeah, uh, Fat Jordan. I'm, I'm not afraid of it. I mean, honestly, unfortunately, he's probably, that's what it's going to take for him to quit. I mean, he just won the Super Bowl. He's like, I can do it again. I can do more. It's going to take a year where he really gets his bell rung, gets an injury, God forbid, knock on some wood, or he really uh, looks uh, like shit, and he's like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Not to mention he has a brand, the TB12 how much brand. Is longer is he do this? I mean, honestly, dude. <laughs> he used to, he used to talk amazing. to me. When he was in Boston, he would say mid-40s. Now he's like, shit, I'm already there. What about 50? I could, I could see him Who, who is the oldest on record NFL player? Uh, Steve... Uh, What's his name? Played for the Chiefs for a while. Well, he like played, he was like Blanda. a journeyman. Didn't he George become a Blanda, kicker George after? George was a kicker forever. He played for the Raiders forever. But, but he's the oldest positional player to make an impact. Especially the oldest quarterback was Steve DeBerg. Steve DeBerg, I think, was the oldest quarterback. But he didn't win seven Super Bowls. Dude, he didn't He didn't start seven games. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. why he was the oldest quarterback. That's why I mean, he played, he's he played for like 20 teams. And I bet everybody knew Steve DeBerg back in like but the 80s. But how old was he? Uh, uh, look it up, I Google it. But I think he was. I think he but was. But he wasn't significant. That's the whole thing with Brady. He's at he was his best. You're I mean, right. But I'm saying it, if, once again, he had 40 touchdowns this year. That's the second most he's ever had in his whole career. He yeah. retired at the age of 44. Okay, there you go. Wait Brady's a 43. Berg retired at uh, after a 1993 season, but briefly returned to the NFL in 1998 at age 44. Yeah. as a backup to the Atlanta Falcons on October 25th, with Chris Chandler unable to play, DeBerg became the oldest quarterback to ever start an NFL yeah. game. So we're talking like 44, 45. But yeah, I think you're right. There. I think George Blanda was the oldest yeah. to play there. I think he was. But he's a kicker. Did you know Mark Burnell was yeah. the number ninth oldest quarterback? I didn't know that. Yeah. You just know that because he's from Florida. I think yeah. Burnell, well, just, <laughs> Burnell just Redskin, became, uh, Washington. <laughs> Can't say that. Oh, the Redskins. I said it. Uh, Tom Brady's number seven right now. Number seventh oldest. I can see him playing right in the wheelchair and Doug Flutie, Flutie number Flutie. six, Flutie. baby. Shout out Flutie Flutie. Flutie. <laughs> the food. Vinny Testaverde. That's who I was trying uh, to think Vinny Testicle Verde played yes. forever, too. And he played for everybody yes. forever. Yes, yes he uh, did. Patriots for a little bit. Yeah. Could you imagine being Vinny Testaverde, though? Like, like you know, if you went to Ben Roethlisberger's house, like, all the stuff he's going to have is just Steelers memorabilia. But if you went to, t- to Vinny Testaverde's house, like, because he's played for almost every team in the <laughs> NFL, like, it's just like it's a fucking, like, it's jerseys amazing. everywhere. Like Ryan Dave has the worst paint scheme ever. He gets to root for everybody. His whole house is a man cave. That's His whole house is a man cave, just all just with him. Warren Moon, number fourth. Yeah, oldest. Warren Moon. Played. He's he's the other goat in the CFL. Yeah. Him and Doug Flutie were the two greatest CFL. Oh, uh, by players far. Of all Steve DeBerg, number three. Yeah. Steve DeBerg. Uh, John Nesser, never heard of her. Uh, played for the Columbus Panhandles. Yeah, well, they. What, are, the are you what? looking up the right sport? Yeah, uh, Columbus Panhandlers. Jesus, I mean, they, what are you even talking about? That's what now. the Browns turned into the Panhandlers. It was in the 1920s. Um, yeah, when so, yeah played, so, so, so we're not talking about 1920s. And then number bullshit. number one, George Blanda. Blanda yep. 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 I was right about something. For yeah. yeah. the I was right there with you. I had. <laughs> yeah. I think I should. Cook. Other than the the Panhandler guy, I mean, we pretty much rounded out the top ten. I think. I well, should cook some. I know goat. my shit. We should, we should have a like top player game, and I'm gonna cook goat for all the greatest Ooh. of all time. You're gonna cook well, there's goat. Only one goat, and that's Fuck Thomas yeah. Edward like Patrick Brady Jr. Man, I'll eat goat. Yes, <laughs> I do like goat. I actually do I like know, it. But, it's pretty but, tasty. Buddha told me that we're he gonna would, have to have Mama Ali back for that. Uh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. She, yeah. Was a, she was a hey, goat she fan. Wanted to eat goat she too. talked about killing a goat. Let's do that. Yeah. What? Have her kill it? I've yeah, done it. No, yeah, I mean, I've done, done it. She said she slit the goat's throat. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, if it's in pursuit of religion, we, you know, some or, satanic or ritual or something. No, no, no. no. <laughs> No. Yeah, so uh, not on that part. You know, <laughs> coming you up, imagine that she brings that whole posse back with her. And they oh my God. <laughs> I love I those think, guys. I, those guys are I seriously no, think that's what I, I'm saying. I, I felt totally safer when I mean, they were here. Around. Visually, I would want to do it at night with a huge bonfire. Dude, that goat will show up, and its horns will be painted, yeah. and it'll be wearing all sorts of necklaces. Yeah. And stuff uh, right you know what? I had so much fun with Mama Ali, but her crew did not like me or my jokes. They loved me. Just one didn't like. Dude, I got a hug. I thought they were great, man. I got a hug from a vegan after they invited. Me up to go pray at their uh, at their mosque. I said, "Nope." Oh, that sounds awesome. I'll go ahead and cook a pig. And I just walked away, and the guy just went silent. Yeah, I was the only one who made a pig. Somebody invites you to a barbecue. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna cook a pig. You got a barbecue. You're not gonna cook tofu. Yeah. Buddha told me today. I said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna do nachos." He said, "Don't do avocados. I would rather eat a well roasted Ethiopian baby." Ooh. Oh. Than avocados. What does a well roasted Ethiopian baby taste like? <laughs> Do you know? Better from than an unwell roasted one? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Jesus. just maybe properly done. 
Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we were going out to eat in Austin, and, and we ate at the, um, some restaurant, like Fiery Taco or Flamin' the uh, Cactus. Uh, Iron the Cactus. Well, Flamin' Cactus. Oh, Iron, Iron Cactus. Iron Cactus. Yeah. That sounds like an STD. And, uh, it was good. It was good, man. I, and I, I always do the same thing at every restaurant, um, being a huge foodie that I am. What do you like? I always say, yeah, I always ask the waiter, what do you like? What, do you, what are you excited about on the menu? And then I always get whatever they say. Um, and this guy went with a pork tenderloin. I had three pork tenderloins and some asparagus, which uh, made my urine uh, oh, dude, smell just you, like asparagus. Yeah. We were in a small room, so, and your pee stunk after yeah. you stuffed up the toilet. Did yeah. you <laughs> Can we talk we about that? In, we walk in, and so five minutes know within being in the room, like Eric destroyed the toilet. The toilet. <laughs> it, it stopped it. working. I destroyed I mean, it. And they said it worked, Clogged and it up. didn't work. And the thing, <laughs> the it didn't flush. It cried. I mean, it, 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 like, it dripped. It was the, the worst. Mexican Every morning, I had to wake up and walk downstairs and like totally wave it everybody put a mask on to go take a shit <laughs> which by the way hey, how they many beds were in there just one dude you really think oh. you can deposit back we snuck toilet i need to go check um yeah. no, let's talk I... about the sleeping yeah, situation did you guys triple spoon <laughs> can, no no let's talk about the sleeping situation there yeah, was yeah, one yeah. bed uh-huh the old guy gets it thank uh, you yeah. yeah it was a suite Fuck. so we had like a bedroom dude, it was a giant and let me just be clear i said in there i said that would take the couch no, I, no, no, Boss and Joe that, said, I'll take the bed. No. <laughs> no, I'm the young guy. I said, I'll take the couch or the floor. I said, I'll sleep on the floor. Tansy being the nice guy that he is, no, I'll sleep on the floor. And then bitches about it while no, he's no, no, on the no. floor. No. So I told I him, totally I told out. him he's slept on desert floors before. This is this is luxurious compared to the shit you've seen. Yeah, I didn't did sleep like on that. I didn't sleep on desert floors so that like yeah, fifteen years later. Yes, you did. I could fucking sleep <laughs> on the floor of. Uh, yes, you did. Isn't the desert truth. a lot softer than the floor? Probably. <laughs> probably. It's a little sandy and I mean, a little warmer. Is that, is that <laughs> no, it's cold as shit at night, man. Do you know nothing about the desert? No, I'm from Boston. We don't have deserts there. They have, yeah, well, I mean, you can read, can't you? And gone to school. No, nope. did you take? Yeah, <laughs> never read a book in my life, dude. Your dad. I can see why he ran. <laughs> yeah, 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 we, we, can we go back to the dad. We thing can see again. why nobody Absolutely. loves you. Um, I'm only supposed to have one parent, based off my accent, is what Ross told me repeatedly. Uh, so, because you're wicked smart. Wicked. Smart. So, who do we have coming up next on the show? Do you got anybody lined up? You got anybody uh, in the shoe got, for us? We, yeah, you doing some... you doing your job? I, man, I'm so hungover. I mean, we were uh, supposed no to. Excuses, no excuses. No excuses. We will be fine. You were so raging. It, it's getting ready. Yeah, we got actually. We got several people in mind for the next show, so it'll be good. Yeah, we're excited, man. I, I'm super excited to see where we go going forward here. I know that um, Hamidy uh, just sent the terrorist whisper has talked yes. about coming on the show for yeah, some soccer game. He wants to cook some some Iraq cuisine. I know that's going to be exciting. We do have a pro skater in the in the books. Maybe a Buzz, professional yeah. uh, a professional coach from the NFL that I yes. will yeah, talk, about, really that talk about, about that. Right. One, yes, that one. Yep, is, we are excited about work. that. And then maybe a, a receiver that was uh, was he going into free agency and we, he didn't want to talk before the season was over. Yes. Yeah. He um, can't, he's like contractually he cannot talk and he was going to come on but the show waiting, and yeah. we were going to talk about what was going on but being that free agency hadn't hit yet we could not bring money we, wait for the time but he's coming. i wasn't, worried about, him. I wasn't worried about him man i i've spent a weekend with you i know that you guys say the wrong thing at the wrong time uh, the we time. don't want to get what? nobody in trouble. give me Absolutely. one example of yeah. where we said the wrong thing at the are wrong you gay time. you're fat <laughs> yeah yeah how was that <laughs> who did i call fat uh, it doesn't matter. We just told this. And story. again, fat shaming works. So it was a positive thing. That I'm losing weight. Lord. I was fat shamed this week, and um, no. I'm going on weight. I said I look like a professional shaming. bowler, and I said, you know what? I'm losing weight because professional um, bowling. I'm not going to look like a uh, professional bowler. That's not me. That's not who I let my wife marry. <laughs> <laughs> That's why bowler. I talked to her all the time. I got called fat on this fucking episode too. Get cucked. <laughs> I lost wait, wait, wait. weight yes. before surgery. Wait, wait. Speaking so. of getting cucked, let's go back to the dip-off that you lost. No, no, You're the no. chef. Yeah, you no, did and lose. You, you provide this dip dude, that loses you, against Jesse Wiseman, who she didn't know what the hell she was doing. Dude, she, she was, she was like, ass. it was the most redneck stuff. And she, she talked shit about being redneck, and yours is bougie. and Bougie as fuck. Too bougie. That was the problem. I it just, was. I, it was I, tasty, though. I, I, I raised her one. You know, these nachos I just made, all food line. Top of the line for you, Miss Wiseman. They, yeah, they, the they're pretty good. I want to see you in the good. I, Better yet, I'll fight you and Eric in the ring. You guys can team up, and I'll beat both your asses. Are you going to use that crutch? that you walked in on as a weapon? My hips are damaged from defending your community. Oh, oh my God. Years. So you can oh just God. sit the fuck down. <laughs> Thank you for my service. Thank you for my service, yes. motherfucker. Once Thank again, you. it was a labia injury. <laughs> labia. I tore it on a barbed wire fence. It's right near his hip. Labia meniscus. You tore your labia yes. on a barbed wire fence. <laughs> you, know you know who I was chasing? It was you know who I was chasing? Your dad. Oh! 
dude. Yeah. I wish it chased me. As I took a <laughs> sip from your beer. Oh, oh dude. Joke's COVID. on you. I have cold sore. Don't you? Yeah. I already had him. Then he got welcome in Austin. To, welcome to herpes, the gift that keeps on giving. Herp, herp, herp. He yep. got it in Austin from some homeless guy. By the way, before we close <laughs> yeah. out the show, I have never seen more homeless people in my life oh, it's unreal, than going man. through Austin. As woke as a town as Austin is, I wanted to say, wow, you're woke, but there's a homeless person. Every I've never seen more homeless people in my life. I blame I Joe about, Rogan. He told no. everyone to go there. All his, his it was LA he brought up. It was so sad. And I talked to one of the police officers there. I said, dude, listen, like uh, you know, I thought Raleigh was, you know, had a lot of transients. And uh, I said, but you guys, Body he said, man, course. in the last three years, he said, it's, it's just a year and a half. It was a year and a half. He said, a year and a half. He said, it's just become overwhelming. He said, 99% of their calls are dealing with the homeless and, and they have to deal with dead homeless people every single day. And the thing is about their homeless, like Raleigh really is like transit homeless. Yes. Yeah. Um, you don't run into a lot of like uh, lifetime homeless. All of the people in Austin were lifetime homeless people. They were cracked out of their mind all night. Yes. Hundreds of them. They had good stuff. Streaming yes. through the street. One dude farted on me. Yes, he farted at me. He looked at me, did. turned around, bent over, <laughs> and ripped right. the yeah, biggest ripped fart of my life. <laughs> I, I never in your wanted general to, direction. Yeah. I never wanted to hurt somebody so bad in my life. Um, <laughs> Why didn't you fart back? What a blast, though. What a blast yeah. what we a, had. What a, that was a good blast. time. It yeah. was a good time. I still smell like a homeless person. That's because yeah. I uh, did not shower for two days. And you ate asparagus. Because. I ate asparagus. Because he ate asparagus. But guys, uh, thank you again for joining us on the Drinking Bros Sports Tailgate yeah. Legend Show. We have Chef Puhak down at the end cooking us the finest tailgate cuisine every show. Bastin Joe, our sports guy, uh, production manager, producer, general manager, Silver whatever Fox. you want to call him, the Silver Fox Buddha from yeah, Copperstone Records. Eric Tanzi, and of course, our uh, all the guy that makes us sound pretty, look pretty, no white, giving it his best, uh, always not in his head and disgust at everything we say. <laughs> Never know what that means. Um, but but I know it's never good, and uh, I will laugh later when he says, I can't believe you said this. Yeah. And, Next uh, time, guys, we kill and cook a goat. Okay. Maybe. Get cucked. Um, get cucked, <laughs> yes. Yes, by the way, the get cucked thing was uh, in reference to anytime Boston Joe saw a man walking down the road wearing a mask and the female next to him wasn't, Boston Joe, which, by the way, he could say whatever the fuck he wants with his Boston accent, um, but he would look over and say, like, hey, buddy, why don't you get cucked? And then we would keep walking, and the guy wouldn't even fight him. And yeah. I think it's because of the accent. If I told a gentleman to get cucked, I'd get blasted in the fucking teeth. It's also because you're little. <laughs> Well, dude, you said it was fat earlier. Yeah. Now we're saying I'm little, little and fat. I don't know what to believe. <laughs> Guys, this is Drinker Bro Sports Tailgate Legends. Until next time, uh, and cheers. Cheers. cheers.